Why, hello, our beautiful paddleheads, and welcome to another wonderful episode of Yo, What the Hell? I'm Whiskey, and I'm joined, as usual, by my co-host. Hello, paddleheads. It is me, Bravo. He's so enthusiastic today, like, just so enthusiastic. It's probably, like, how, oh, I don't know, not, not delightful, but how strong and important our topic is. Yeah, it's certainly dark. not a delightful topic today. No, it's big dark today. Big dark. Well, we'll go back to delightful next next time. But speaking yeah. of next time, sorry, we've been on a wee bit of a hiatus due to the holiday, and Bravo here is finishing his his essential capstone. He's at the very ball's end of his degree. He has more than the tip in it. Like, oh yeah, <laughs> we are we are well past that. Uh, it's it's beautiful. You're you're about done. Just a few a bit more misery. Yeah. On to more schooling. Uh, don't even fucking start, bro. Like, god damn it, I hate you. Yeah. Because uh, you're right. But yeah, no. Um, sorry for the hiatus. Uh, yeah. As as whiskey here said, just so busy, so so busy. Uh, it's not fun. But uh, yeah, I actually want to give a content warning. Just right at the top uh this is an episode that's going to be about violence towards women uh it's going to be like a one-off thing we're not going to make this a series but no. if you oh, don't want to listen to this that's fine yeah we just thought um this is important because there is a since i follow we both follow sports way too closely there's a a violence against women development in the nba and um we just felt like yeah this was a Dreadful topic that should probably be out there as a PSA. Yeah, but, uh, you know, it's, yeah, it's definitely important to, like, talk about and make it, make it, make it known because, goddamn, this shit sucks. Uh, no, life isn't, yeah, life is not all, like, sunshine and puppies and kittens. Man, it'd be great if life was just more puppies and kittens. Like, puppies and kittens are fun. Yeah, dude. I'm, a, I'm generally speaking a big fan of puppies and kittens. Yeah, I mean, the sunshine can probably go fuck itself. It's been too hot. Like, I don't I don't necessarily know if I want more sunshine in my life right now, but puppies and kittens, I can get down on that. Definitely need more of those. <laughs> uh, so, we're going to do our plugs up top. Uh, you can find the show at Twitter on twitter excuse me at yo what the hell pod or yo what the hell pd on the twitters uh, you can email us email us give us feedback let us know what you think like it would be real cool uh, you can email us at yo what the hell pod at gmail.com uh, yeah, we, you... we... go ahead sorry oh we'd really love to hear from like if you if you have something you want to hear about or tell us we suck or if you want if you have something that is interesting i want to come and talk to us about it we really like talking to people like more than we should. Yes. But uh, and yeah, you can find me on the Twitters at at not Bravo Delta. And where can they find you, Whiskey? They should be able to find me at Whiskey is a Devil at Twitter. Um, at Whiskey is a Devil. Pretty easy. I mostly retweet um, basketball and politics and that's about it that's that's the whole tweets for me is basketball and news stories 
Yeah, I, I just shit post and retweet <laughs> possums. Oh, I like retweeting like animals too. Those are fun. Like I get I get a big kick out of just like walls of like, you know, daily possums or daily foxes or hourly yeens. Yeah. With the capybaras. Like Oh yeah, the capybara. I really like Gators Daily though too. Like oh, Gators yeah. Daily's a fun one, just seeing Gator boys do stuff and Yeah. Everyone should follow Gators Daily. Like you can find Gators Daily on Twitter at at Gators Daily. Kind of wonder if we could talk to that person. That would be <laughs> I don't I I feel like that is too big of a get for our britches. Like I feel like that too. I, I feel like maybe we could find like some of these smaller accounts like that and be like, hey, come talk to us about your great account. <laughs> That's yeah, just animal like, shit posting. <laughs> Would you like to talk about the hellscape that is Twitter? How do you feel about that? God, it is definitely a hellscape. Like, I just pulled it up to see if I'd have any cute animals, and I just have, like, mm, bad politics. Oh, there's a surfing Pikachu. That's the best thing I'm going to see. Surfing Pikachu. I'm liking oh, that. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, so we have... A plug, then we are not sponsored by them. But no, well, we Mark think Cuban, it's a great service. Yeah, if Mark Cuban would like to throw us some money, that would be cool. So, oh, yeah, uh, I love the Mavs. They're, they're one of my favorite, like, they're one of the teams I root for whenever the Thunder sucks, like right now. It's like, oh, yeah, I want the Mavs to go win. Because Luca, he's a beautiful little baby boy. And yeah. I hope he gets some beautiful rings on his little fingies. Exactly. And that website is costplusdrugs.com. Uh, and yeah, healthcare sucks in America and prescriptions are expensive and the, well, there are, there are no good billionaires, but Mark Cuban is doing a good thing. So like, we will give him a good credit on this one thing. The revolution, he might not be in the line. <laughs> yeah. He might not go against the wall. He may get like, ah, here you go, Mark. You're good at this. Go do this. <laughs> yeah, but uh, he's giving, he's selling, they're selling prescription drugs for pretty much cost, but 15%, uh, which is still better than, you know, 400% markup at least. Oh, it's super reasonable. Like when I, I looked it up and looked at the site and they were sh selling things that were like, you know, $2,000 for a prescription for 50 bucks, like plus. Uh, what was it like? The estimate said like five dollars for the cost of labor. That's not bad. No, no, that's not bad. Instead of getting hoodwinked, paying fifty-five bucks or so is a pretty reasonable deal. And I know that specifically going out and buying up and putting out drugs that are extremely expensive and often life-saving. Kind of like what California is doing with insulin starting next week. or Yeah, where they're going to start making their own. Yep. Yeah, that's good shit. you think somewhere like Texas would do that. They like money, but no, alas. Dude, for real. Uh, but yeah, no, cost plus drugs. You should check them out and use them for all your cost plus drugs needs. That is costplusdrugs.com, all spelled out. And uh, yeah, again, trigger warning. For, uh, this episode but yeah. before that i think we should do some catching up 
Yeah, let's let's be delightful before we get awful. Yeah, uh, it's gonna suck. It's gonna suck so bad. Like these statistics were not fun, and I scratched the surface. Um, I could have yeah. done this research for like days, and it would have been more and more depressing. Oh God, yeah. So, but no, what's not depressing is your week. How was it? Tell me. Or weeks. Let's just blend everything. Let's roll it into a nice package and wrap it up with a beautiful bow. All right. So, uh, Monster Hunter uh, Rise got the new expansion pack. So, that's what me and Toasty Producer have been doing. We've been murdering cute monsters. Wonderful. So so far, my favorite is, my favorites are Blood Orange Bishatan, uh, a fire monk. Uh, the Malzino or Malzeno, uh, the Dracula dragon, uh, the Garengolm, he's the Frankenstein monkey, stone monkey thing. He's cool. Um, yeah, the werewolf Lunagaren's cool too, I guess. It's armor's cool. Um, and then, yeah, just school writing so much. I'm on page 16 of 20, so three and a half to go. And then I'm done, theoretically. Uh, and yeah, finished my first summer class. Got an A minus there, so that's that's cool. Uh, and then like yesterday, I got a car, so I got my first car, so that's neat. Awesome. Uh, first time for everything, and just dealing with that. It's uh, stressful. Yeah, ain't no dealing with cars. No, it's not fun. But yeah, like, just extremely stressful uh, existence, writing, Monster Hunter is stressful. Um, it's funny, I play games to relax, not Monster Hunter. I, uh, I, I get it. You, you should post some monsters later, though, on our, on our Twitter account. Just I don't... Post some monsters. I should. I don't think our followers are ready for... The cuteness that is oh. like blood orange Bishotten. Yeah, don't. I mean, don't send them the penis monster, but send them the other things. I would not do that to our followers, bro. I would only do that to my close friends. The paddle heads don't deserve the penis monster. No, they don't. No, they don't. Uh, <laughs> not even gonna name it. Um, but yeah, that's been that's that's been my weeks. Uh, what about you, my dog? Well, um, we've had. A lot of fun, a lot of adventuring. I, too, also got a new car as of Friday in July. So that was fun. Um, I got a Kia Rio that was brand new because the price of used cars is still insane. And it's it was actually cheaper to get a brand new car for me than to buy a used car with thousands of miles already on it. Um, it's the first time I've ever owned a not-American car, so I'm sure that the ghost of my father is going to haunt me in my dreams. Like that'll be that'll be lovely to wake up to one day. Just an yeah. angry redneck, just like not a fucking American car boy. <laughs> <laughs> and yet you brought this upon yourself by I did, buying an American car. The American options were had too bad of transmissions, or they had they were too small for my ginormous frame. Um, I had to get a car that you know would fit my stupid body. It's hard being both tall and fat. It doesn't work out. You can be one or the other, but both of them have fun. Yeah, no, that is that is a good point. But, you know, um, I also went up and visited Toasty Producer and hung out with him and his beautiful husband. 
uh, last weekend. We did that before the 4th of July. Um, we, the Cal Basita and I, went to go see Open Mike Eagle, the wonderful rapper. It was great. It was crowded and nervous, but it was great. And spending time with the lads was fantastic. Did you uh, wear a mask at the concert? I wore that thing the whole time. Um, the only time it came off was when I took a sip from my dr- the one drink I bought because mm-hmm. beer prices at shows are insufferable, but that would be it. That's good. It's really good. Like downtown, it was downtown Tulsa is a nightmare. Like it is designed by a monster. Um, <laughs> it's literally well, the, the their downtown is literally the only downtown I've ever seen in America that is completely boxed in by interstates and highways. Oh, that sounds terrible. Yeah, it's stupid. It was designed by a moron. Like, whoever designed that should be thrown in prison. You let out all the drug dealers and put bad architects and, like, violent people in prisons. If you're a bad architect, you've committed violence against your populace. (laughs) Wouldn't it be, like, a civil engineer? Yeah, I don't care who it is. Prison. (laughs) Because <laughs> it is bad. The roads, they're, they're too narrow um, for interstates. They're way too narrow and they're bumpy and shitty and they're everywhere. And there's always construction and things are always closed. Downtown Tulsa is a nightmare. It's also the only city that I've ever been to where the best road, the only roads that aren't nightmarish are roads that are tolls. And there are way too many toll roads in the Tulsa metro. Like, oh, holy yeah. hell. Not a fan. Road should a also be illegal, and they seem like a scam. Like full stop scam. Toll road's bad. But yeah, we did that, and I got a new car. And yesterday we went to a different trip to with the new car to the grand metropolis of Okarchi, Oklahoma. Hell yeah. Whereas you keep harassing us about tendies, <laughs> see my eyebrows. This is an audio medium, but you can see my eyebrows are flaring at you, senor. <laughs> but we had um, Eichen's Chicken, which is a very famous, very old chicken bar in Oklahoma. It's actually the oldest bar in Oklahoma that's been continuously operated. It oh, opened, in, yeah, it opened in 1889. God damn. Yeah. It's very old for us. Or not 89. Maybe it was 1898. I don't know. It was either 89 or 98. Well, that's, that's still before statehood. Yep. Way before statehood. And it was a neat little bar. Like, neat little bar. It was really big. Apparently, the bar expanded and bought out an old IGA that was next door to it. Holy shit. And so it's just shit tons of tables. And all they do, they have, like, a menu that is eight items. And it is, like, they do fried chicken which is some of the best fried chicken I've ever had. They do okra. They don't have french fries, which is interesting. They do they do pulled beef sandwiches. Um, so it's like just pulled beef brisket. They did nachos, burrito chili pie, and chili. And I think that's their whole menu. Dude, we need to go up there and order the whole menu. Oh, we totally could. Because there is a brewery that was fantastic and super German, literally across the street, that you can take food into and eat on their beautiful porch. Huh. And as our resident alcoholic, that is a perfect place for me to be. 
chicken. It's really, as I told Toasty Producer in our private chat earlier, it is the first time in my life that I've done something that I consider extremely Southern and I'm extremely proud of doing. <laughs> <laughs> chicken and beer. Yeah, no, we we need to go. Like, I mean, it doesn't help that I am like starving right now. So it's all sounds so good. Oh, it was totally worth it. Like, totally. Like, it's not even that bad of a drive either, because you're literally in the metro, like, for 30 minutes. Like, 30 minutes of the drive is just getting through Oklahoma, like, getting to Oklahoma City, through Oklahoma City. And then you take another 30 minutes on these a small highway to show up in, you know, the middle of the plains. The real, what you think of Oklahoma, Okarchi is what Oklahoma looks like when it's portrayed in media. It was all flat with some tree cover and that was about it and yeah. it looks like a little german town uh we need to go dude like god damn that sounds so good i will like i said i will ask them for chicken tindies you're a bastard just a <laughs> <miserable>. <laughs> uh. yeah that that's like all i've done i've done that um i'm, I'm just planning like more episodes for this and i'm reading some um i'm almost done with my santa muerta muerte book that i've been reading which is really fun and will probably get turned into something come the fall hell yeah it'll probably be the backbone of writing for us it is interesting and weird and good and otherwise i've been reading hellboy they're reading a lot of hellboy nice hellboy's awesome fantastic um he hates nazis i hate nazis he's a large um you know, a large red schmuck. I'm a large white schmuck. Uh, he's from New Mexico, Oklahoma, pretty close. So, you know. Yeah, no, that is that is true. Good character. Good character to read. Ah, oh, we both both have been involved in the Air Force. Oh, that's a good point. Whole family's in the Air Force. Hellboy was raised by the Air Force. Same difference. <laughs> yeah. No, it, that, that, that tracks. I feel, I mean, really, I just think you are Hellboy. Is what I wish. Mean. That'd be great. I, I'd love to have little horns out of my head and a bifurcated tail and, you know, look like the spawn of Satan. That'd be pretty fun. Pretty cool. Yeah, that'd be cool as shit. Absolutely. Yeah, but it's a really good read. Like, I forgot how much I like Hellboy and, like, the worldscape that Mike Magnolia, I think it's Magnolia or Magnolia, he built with Hellboy. I think it's fun. It's the perfect level of, like, spooky and paranormal Added with action bullshit. Good comic idea. Oh, hell yeah. Otherwise, um, yeah, I finished a book about Trump. That was fun. Just reading about our former ex-president. Interesting. Nice. Not hell a fan. Yeah. Definitely the bastards category of presidents. <laughs> I mean, we've already established that, like, most of them are already, <laughs> so... Like, there might be, like, five who are redeemable. Yeah. He's just another one on the bastards pile. Yeah. I mean, I might be able to redeem, like, I don't know, maybe Teddy Roosevelt. Just mm. a bit racist. Like, might be able to redeem him, though. I don't know. I don't know, man. That he might made, be a bridge too far for me. I don't know. He made the park system. He likes just hunting and being outside and ranching and shit. Oh, well, spoiler alert, I'm actually against parks as a concept. Okay, interesting. Bull take. 
I'm just doing it for a bit. I'm not actually against parks. Okay, I was gonna say that sounds sounds a bit too money grabbing, but yeah, yeah, that yeah. is true. Well, let's let's stop rambling though and get on to the Big Depression. Oh yeah. Again, uh, you don't have to listen to this episode if you don't want to. We totally get it. You might should, um, but it's just a bunch of good statistics and kind of a big PSA because an important thing happened in the sports world. And it seems like the reaction might be good. We'll just have to see how that plays out. But Mm -hmm. we're going to go on and talk about the state of women in America in a roundabout way. Um, And, you know, we're going to say we don't think the state's great. Not, it could be better. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, uh, fully, fully agree. Not yeah. good. Yep, we're g- we're gonna discuss some violence here, because um, about two weeks ago, as we've been talking about, so near the end of June, beginning of July, an NBA player named Miles Bridges had a felony assault charge filed against him by his wife. It is horrendous. He absolutely beat the shit out of her. Um, her name is Michelle Johnson, and it took a lot probably for that lady to go file these charges. She definitely, it definitely happened. She posts all the pictures online. Her face and the fractures are just like brutal, like horrendous attack. Absolutely awful. And so we're not going to really describe more than the fact that the assault happened. We will, though, discuss because it'll lead to something later that Bridges strangulated Michelle like an absolute nutter piece of shit. Like, have you seen the picture, sir? Uh, no. No, I I haven't. I, truth be told, I, that's, that's, I'm not a big fan of, like, violence, so, I mean, especially violence against women, so. Gotcha. I wasn't. Well, I didn't get the choice. I saw the pictures on accident. Uh, they're, they're, they're pretty brutal. Like it looks like it looks like a car crash happened. This lady. God damn. Like I don't know how big she is, but Miles Bridges is an NBA player, so you know he's a big goddamn dude. Mm-hmm. And wowie wow wow. But the silver lining, which I hate to say, there's a silver lining in this, but the silver lining is that it luckily looks like. The Charlotte Hornets, who Miles Bridges is the star player for, are not picking back up his contract. Um, he was definitely the best player for them last season. He averaged like 20 points a game. Um, so it's a pretty big deal for a sports organization to be like, yeah, we're going to, you know, sideline or not pick up our best player who's coming up for a new contract. Yeah, no, I feel like, I feel like that's a good good move let me you you kind of have to make that move like, oh you know sports organizations don't they won't always make that move though <laughs> that's true i'm giving them the benefit of the doubt and that's not good luckily it's almost he's almost out of like the window when they can pick it up so he it's and it really sounds like reporters are basically saying that yeah it looks like charlotte is not they're just not going to take him back and let him become a free agent so hopefully the rest of the 29 teams in the NBA do the right thing and just blackball this shithead. Mm-hmm. Because blackballing is usually used against dudes like Kaepernick for stupid.
stupid and bad reasons. Like, this is a great reason for everyone to shake hands and be like, yeah, fuck that guy. He can go play in China or Russia forever. Exactly. I mean, I just hope this, like, spread. This works. All the teams actually keep him out of the league. And this just, like, trickles to other leagues. Because, man, football could definitely use some blackballing of dudes like this. Oh, and same for the MLB, like that whole shit with Trevor Bauer. Oh, I forgot about God. That dude's a giant piece of shit. Yeah, just mm mm. All these fuck them. Get him the get him the fuck out, man. Like yeah. Like, yeah. Sure, it might hurt the product a little bit, but it definitely helps the image. And yeah, it also like is a is a really good way for these men to be policed. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, obviously they haven't been before, so. And obviously, like, it's not, like, really, how often is the law going <laughs> to do anything about these exactly. dudes? It's like, their employer is not just like, get out of here, pucko. Yeah, no, it's, it's so dumb. Uh, not, not good. Um, don't like it. So, now we're going to move on to just discussing, like, the serious topic of strangulation of women. Uh, as mentioned... Really dark episode, so yeah, there's no way to segue that. Uh, so the femicide census provides us with the data which shows that after stabbing, strangulation is the second most common method of murder against women. Which, like, yeah, that that checks out. Like, it's not hard to strangle someone. Uh, so like, yeah that that tracks uh so a british report over three years showed that 27 percent of sexual assault victims uh were strangulated by their attacker uh in the uk 90 percent of all domestic abuse cases brought to the police were unfruitful uh so yeah that's just genuinely scary yeah uh, really like, damn can you imagine how bad it must be in the states too if 90 percent of british like police weren't investigating and cases oh yeah yeah no agreed and right. while we couldn't find like the american stats uh you know obviously like they gotta be similar because the police just don't do fuck all to help people is there they exist to uh secure property and not yeah. you so which is factual from a supreme court case in the early 2000s yeah and have- um yeah, the police are just the weapon of the state. Like, they are state-sponsored violence. So, we're not fans of them. Not at all. Uh, so, we do have an example from Oklahoma uh, where a woman reported her husband to the cops uh, before she refused to press charges. Uh, which, yep, seems to be uh, the case a lot of the time. Yeah, so, that seems to be a really common like issue is that like this assault will happen, nobody presses charges, and the police just be like, ah, no one press charges, we're not doing shit. Yeah, exactly. And like there's like a whole myriad of reasons why that happens. Oh yeah, and it's a, it's not a good look. It is not. Like, so in Oklahoma, eighty percent of women assaulted by their partners have been strangled. Uh and that's just absolutely mind-blowing to me 
Like, what the fuck, man? Yeah. This so this is interesting too. This is one of the first sources I found, and I don't know if it's because of my my location with my IP address, but I just found a whole report about you know strangulation and domestic abuse from Oklahoma. Um. <laughs> So we have lots of weird Oklahoma-related stats for this. Yeah, and uh, so victims of strangulation are 750% more likely to be murdered by their partner. Uh, Let that sink in. That is 750%. Uh, That is extremely high. Yeah, that's Uh, fucking absurd. Like, that's a number that, like, a percentile that is almost unbelievable. Yeah. Yeah, no, like that is like because you, you know, you're you're thinking, oh, seventy five percent. No, 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 mm-hmm. no. Yep. Multiply that by a hundred uh, yep, or by so ten. If it, if it happens and it's violent, like damn, it is a very good indicator. <laughs> yeah. So, the state of Oklahoma is just one of the most negligent and just incompletely run states in the union, uh, and uh. The state warns that intimate strangulation is one of the common indicators of eventual homicide. And I think, yeah, and, like, that's definitely something that I've seen, like, as of late, is, like, if, like, someone is strangled, like, yeah, like, there's a very good chance, like, that they are going to be murdered by their attacker who who indeed strangled them. Like, gosh, mm. and think about how crazy that is, too. Our super incompetent government in our super incompetently ran state, said that that is an indicator. <laughs> yeah, that's saying something. Yeah, that is saying something. But we'll go on with a interesting... Here's a localized example I found that I think is an, a very, you know, interesting telling way of oh, personifying this. So in the early hours of November 9th in 2009, Police were called to a domestic butte in Oklahoma City, where a Stephen Lewis, who was 42, had strangled his wife for two years while their three-year-old daughter watched. When the girl asked, Daddy, why are you doing that to Mommy? Lewis answered, because she deserves it, which is according to the affidavit. So he refused to let his wife and children leave the house afterwards, but his wife was able to call the authorities after Lewis fell asleep. So, naturally, Lewis pleaded guilty to the assault and battery and domestic abuse by strangulation, along with kidnapping a child. He only served eight months in prison before being released on probation, which is insane. Eight months in prison. Yeah. For the, what, four charges? Yeah. No, I mean, we have people locked up for, like, petty drug charges for longer. Yeah. Forever. Like you can get locked up for just having a bunch of like ecstasy on you because it looks like you're going to distribute when it's really I just bought everyone I know the ecstasy, and we're going to have a great time together. Exactly. No, it's it's so fucked. Yeah, absolutely fucked. Um, and according to our Department of Corrections, Lewis was still on probation for the kidnapping when he later in December of 2016. Beat his girlfriend, Julian Price, to death. So, still on probation, beats a woman to death seven years later. And, you know, 
that's that's just like he got charged with first degree murder, but he could have been locked away with a longer sentence than what he received in 2009, 2010. Yeah. And I, something should have been done well, years and this before. Al- yeah, and this also speaks to the issue of our prison system is punitive and not, like, rehabilitative. Oh, like, yeah. This dude should have had counsel. It have been, like, forced counseling for t- uh, probably a few years and maybe medicated, some- medicated somehow. Mm-hmm. Like... Uh, it's not good. Yeah, and this is a big issue that our courts, like, not just in America, I saw a lot of these reports coming from Britain, too, so the whole Anglosphere, probably, needs to take this more seriously. And we need to start throwing the book at these guys. Like, if you have an assault charge that's akin to this, you need no no little eight months, no probation, like, years-long anger therapy, maybe years in the clink. Um, it shouldn't be a small charge. And I think, personally, hell, it's a lot more reasonable to lock these guys up for 10 years than for somebody with coke or, or like, heroin for 10 years. A lot more reasonable. Oh, agreed. Because in Oklahoma, the domestic abuse by strangulation has a maximum sentence of three years and $3,000 fine. Maximum. So that means there are definitely dudes out there getting, like, a year, year and a half with probation. Yeah. I mean, I'm against the idea of prisons, but that should be, like, minimum three years, not a maximum oh, yeah. three years. Oh, that's interesting. We, we could have a big discourse about that, because I am very conflicted about the idea of prisons and prison systems. I'm, a, I'm very against the way they're ran now, but, man, I almost... I don't know. I almost can't get past the idea that, no, maybe there should be a place where some people just need to go and be reformed for a while. (laughs) No, well, I agree with that, but this is all just, like, hinging on the fact that, again, like, our our prison system is punitive and not rehabilitative. Yeah. And it's a, you know, big cash cow. Yeah, and, you know, the state, like, we, like, the state as in, like, the United States, like, uh, we have like political prisoners who did like nothing and all that shit, but that's that's a topic for another day. Absolutely. What's not a topic for another day is moving on to the repeal of Roe v. Wade. Yeah, we knew this shit was coming too, and like it still made me big mad. Man, well, it's not even that. Like one, it makes me big mad because it is a Federalist Society plot. Mm-hmm. To undermine things that have already been pre-established and re- and remold America into their conservative image, and it's probably the worst form of conservative because the Federalist Society just picks and chooses what you know the ghost of Thomas Jefferson and the ghost of other plantation owners might have wanted, you know, 250 years plus later. Yeah, no, like it is really stupid because like yeah Roe v. Wade's gone they're gonna come for gay marriage they're gonna come for like the segregation of schools and like it's gonna be fucked man like we're taking so many giant steps backwards and yeah the house is on fire and we're being flooded but yet somehow they're not counteracting each other they're just making it worse Oh, yeah, well, the, the 
this is the final straw in the revelation that Democrats are completely worthless party. Like, I don't know what the hell is wrong with them nationally, but, like, man. Absolutely worthless. The fact that they're just not immediately, didn't immediately clamp this down on this, or just all didn't immediately agree, oh, we're just going to stack the court or impeach Thomas, mm-hmm. like, it's insane. Yeah, well, it's like, how are you going to have all this shit come out about what his wife is doing and, like, not do anything about it? Like, I get it. Like, it does kind of set, like, a dangerous precedent that you know full well that the Republicans would use against the Democrats and, like, all that. But, like, my God, you have to at least, like, do fucking something as opposed to, like, oh, just vote harder and give us money. It's a shame that our, you know close allies, all they do is be like, oh, that's bad what you do in America. We're going to talk about it in the EU and then do fuck all nothing. I mean, the fucking they really do, honestly. Well, a lot of things you could start doing by putting, like, so I think, frankly, more countries should probably be putting sanctions on us. Like, it's not good. It's not pretty to say, but. America's done a lot of wild shit in the last 20 years. The yeah, last... No. Yeah, since the fall of the Berlin Wall, we've done some wild shit. Yeah, no, I get it. But also, like, I sanctions don't work. Like, sanctions... Like, literally, sanctions just trickle down to the people who are going to be most hurt anyway. So, like, sanctions just don't fucking work. Oh, yeah, but, like, what else works? Not really much anything. Yeah, good point. Everything sucks, dude. Yeah, everything sucks. I mean, unless we have a full-blown, like, you know, Sri Lankan-style <laughs> revolt, which I think I'm I'm a bit saddened that the good folks in the East Coast haven't had a full-style Sri Lankan-style <laughs> revolt. You know, just walk in there. What are they going to do? Arrest everyone on the Capitol lawn? Have fun with that. Yeah. Yeah. Knowing our country and their love of brutally cracking down on any leftist uh, group. Um, yeah, I don't see it ending well. Oh, I don't either. None of this is ending well. No, we're, we're trailing towards a deep deck spiral of repression against women, minorities, um, weird men. <laughs> like, it's gonna be a bad ten years. Yeah, no, it's not good, man. Yeah, I. Not good. Not a good state. It's not good that now every abortion clinic between Kansas and the Gulf of Mexico will be shut down. <laughs> yeah. Well, and at least like I don't know, and it's like. The backlash from this that I have seen from, like, blue state libs, like, against, like, because they're, they're all depicting the South as a giant monolith and, like, not caring about, like, people at, like, you know, local efforts who are trying to counteract this. And they're just saying, oh, fuck the South. Everyone should leave. We shouldn't have our tax dollars go there. And oh, yeah. it's like, okay, first off, fuck you. And, like, second off, like, you're no better. This shit can happen in your state, like, tomorrow. Like, oh, and it will, because those assholes do stuff like elect Republican governors but send, and send blue people to the Senate and the House. 
Yeah. But they'll elect Republican governors or mayors. And it's like, are you, are, do you see what you're doing here? Do you see how it's actually kind of dumber than what we do? At least what we do, like, we lose elections in places like Oklahoma and Missouri by 5%. Like, you know, Oklahoma, the gov- next government election will probably be lost. State will probably win again by, like, you know, 5 to 10%. So, like, 40% of the state or so is going to vote against the man. But in somewhere like Vermont, like 60% of the state will vote for their weird Republican governor. Yeah. Well, and people aren't, they're not factoring in that, like, how just heavily gerrymandered our districts are. Oh, like, yeah. That's, like, a big fucking issue that no well, you know, one seems example, to care about. Like, the U.S. House seat in Oklahoma, number five, was broken up, and it could have literally been almost exactly just Oklahoma County which is where Oklahoma City mostly is. But instead, they carved out part of Midwest City and around the Air Force Base, where it's, you know, out-of-state folks and um, African-American folks, and they shoved it down in the southern half of the state. Then they carved out the Hispanic side of southwest Oklahoma City and shoved it with the western half of the state, and then attached Oklahoma City, the rest of it, to two counties that are only connected by a little bitty sliver of like 50 miles or less that are in the middle of nowhere. So two yeah. middle of nowhere counties are now connected to the only, you know, one of the two real cities we have in the state for no reason other than to make sure that a, only Republicans can win that seat for the House of Representatives. Yeah, no, it's uh, really shitty. Real fun. Our, our whole system's broken. Oh, the whole system's bad. It needs to be scrapped and restarted. We need to restart so much of the government. Yeah, but this has been a foray away from our main topic. But yeah, like, I guess it works in conjunction. It does, because bad politics mean bad results for women. All right, we're going to reach a weird Christo-fascist state where... Ladies are there for looking pretty and making babies. Yeah, I mean, a domestic supply of infants. Yeah, for whatever reason, even though weird nutters won't adopt the broken people that we've already left behind. So, Man, it's almost like there's a pipeline from the foster care system to prisons. Almost like this circles back to our prison system being bad. Oh, yeah, or, you know putting poor people in poor, shitty jobs that don't pay well. So, you know, the people who were invaluable during COVID can keep doing their work no matter what happens. Yep. Trust me. Uh, yeah. It's like that every day that I go to work. I I'm believe like the only one in that place who wears a mask. And it's just like, cool. I get you. At my work, it's me. Um, some. Younger black gentlemen and um, some Hispanic men. That's it. That's it. Everyone else is just walking with their naked ass face around all through the warehouse. Ugh, bastards. Breathing, the fucking mouth breathing this. Uh, but yeah, no, I think I think that's our episode. Uh, don't do violence towards women. No, yeah, probably don't. And if it happens to you, um, please get away and maybe call the authorities. I don't know if you need to call. The new mental health line, I think it's 988 that's popping up across the country. Or if you need to call, um, 
the boys in blue to see if they'll do something, but someone should probably be alerted. Yeah. Um, fellas, don't do that shit, man. Just go break your fist on a tree or something, or go yeah. for a walker. Listen to heavy metal, or like... Just go be pet- mad somewhere. Yeah. Pet a kitten, bro. Like, that's... Just- I like you. You keep talking about releases. I'm just saying, like, you're gonna be mad, probably, because whatever. Just go do it somewhere else. <laughs> hey, hey, man. Hitting women is tiny penis energy. Like... Just the tiniest of PBs. Like, anyone who hurts a woman, tiny penis. Just so small. Exactly. Unless you're, you know, in the Street Fighter tournament and you're fighting Chun-Li, there's not much of a reason. Yeah, that is, like, the only time. Yeah, then like, you got to fight Chun-Li. What are you supposed to do? Yeah, not <laughs> you're in a tr- fight. Yeah. <laughs> you're not fight Chun-Li. Like, God. Yeah, I think that's all we got. We're, we're going to we come back. Our depressing PSA. Yeah, we're we're going to come back with something uh, not depressing next time. Yeah, actually, I have some actual really fun, weird, weird topics. We're we're gonna we hopefully we'll finally have a guest on. We've been trying to get guests on all summer, but due to schedules and yada yada yada. Yeah, it's been um. Cool. Yeah, it's been pretty difficult, but, you know, hey, it happens. We're about to have a fun one. Um, it'll be someone you've heard before, so it'll be a good time. It's not Toasty Producer. It is not. They were our first repeat guests, though. Yeah, exactly. God, I miss those boys. Oh, I know. I, like, I had a lot of fun sitting with them, me and La Calabasita, last weekend for a few hours before we went to the show. It was big fun. Yeah, you know what I did? Yeah, you know what I did instead of not going? Was it, did it involve paperwork? No, I fucking ran eight miles and it sucked. Oh, that's right, you ran. I much rather would have gone to Tulsa. Oh, yeah, terrible drive, but man, good time. Yeah, no, like, actually, I feel like it... It took me one hour and, like, 58 minutes to run eight miles. So I feel like I ran the exact same time that it takes to drive from here to Tulsa. Yeah, it's pretty close. It took us about, you know, a bit under an hour and two hours, I mean. So pretty close. Yeah. You essentially ran to T-Town. Congratulations. If you God. could run the car. I know. God damn. But not speaking of T-Town, we are now going to be speaking of beautiful Norman, Oklahoma which has been unseated Kickapoo, Osage, Kiowa, Wichita, and Quapaw lands. We just feel like yeah. that's what you know. It is. It is. Yeah, we'll see what the Supreme Court, how they fuck over the tribes. Oh, it's going to be hard. But we're not going to fuck over our good friend, Singe Wavern, who made our beautiful logo. So, shout out to him. We hope to have him on eventually, but he is a busy, busy man with multiple jobs. Yeah, we will also not fuck over Toasty Producer. Uh, he's not dead. I saw him last week. <laughs> yeah, I, I talked to him yesterday. I think I think we well we did not hunt monsters yesterday. I haven't hunted monsters with him in like two days. Well, you better go hunt some monsters with him. Yeah, I'm gonna go to Taco Bell. Gross. I know. 
I'm hungry. Fair enough, though. I think that's been all from us this week. Yeah. Yep. That is it. Uh, thank you for listening. Again, sorry for the depressing topic. We'll have a fun one next time. We promise. Yeah. All right. Au, au revoir, paddleheads. Ciao.